Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And we've got a great episode for you. We have so many cool events coming up. We'll talk about those. I fight printers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> a little short circuit on that one. Oh, that was amazing. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And this week, we have so many great events coming up. We're going to preview all of them. I fight printers. And I'm going through some learning woes with CNC machines. All that and a whole lot more in Tabletop Trio Podcast. Hello. Hey. Welcome to yet another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And uh, we've got a fun one for you today. Yes. A um, lot of new stuff that we've got going on. Some other previews and maybe a couple teasers for some upcoming episodes. Um, but first thing I want to get started with, this Sunday, June 4th, Fifth. which I can't believe we're almost June. Like, tomorrow is June already. Or, sorry, June 5th. <laughs> Again, he's too excited. I am. I, I just want <laughs> Sunday to come already. Uh, but uh, this Sunday, the fifth. That's what she said. <laughs> going to be uh, going to the Silver Ball Museum in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and we're going to be hanging out, going uh, going live around five ish, give or take. Yeah. Uh, going to be talking with some of the folks there at Silver Ball. Going to be playing a whole bunch of pinball as well. Yeah. Um. I'm very excited to check it out and just kind of see the different machines and games and all yeah. that kind of stuff that they have there. I've been there once. They have a lot. And I cannot wait. Uh, I've never been there before. It's it's a fun. It's 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 a fun. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of games and like I remember they had some like ancient air quotes ones, but like yeah. ones that are like ninety years old plus. Damn. And you can sit there and play. And yeah, they got the old stuff, they got the skill games, they got some arcade games. Uh they have like a hundred and fifty plus pinball machines. I didn't even know that pinball was that old. Pinball dates back to the twenties, I think. But like not Sounds as we right. know it. Like pinball used so to be like no flashing lights and no 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 LCD it, it screens. Used be, it used to be more of a um, more of a gambling machine. So okay. you would try to set the high score by like dropping the ball and getting it like into one of the holes it was supposed to go in. Like pachinko. Yeah, it was more like pachinko, less like slot machines we know. Got it. Uh, and then it it started to shift because there was actually a ban on gambling machines, which were pinball machines. Pachinko, but make it complicated. Right. So Pretty much. That's that's how it evolved. And then they're like, oh, we got all the bells and whistles. No, literally. literally. Put all the bells and whistles in this game. Bells, whistles, flashing lights, and Batman. Gotta have Batman at least one of those. Knockers. It's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I have depending one. on what game you play. I have one, and I didn't know we had it in our pinball machine. It hits at like a gratuitous high score level. So like we played in our basement for years with this machine. We had no idea. And then one time we hit the high score and the knocker is literally a piston and a piece of metal on the top of the wood. So when you hit that score, it just fucking ejects into the metal. That's all it does. But it is <laughs> loud 
you didn't know it was coming, thought the machine broke. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was an interesting thing. But mm. now it's like one of my favorite features. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you can still figure out or find out new things oh, yeah. on a machine that you've been playing for pretty much your entire life. Yeah. Well, that's the and fun part like, yeah, about neat. pinball machines is that every machine's different because as you play on the machine... The ball actually wears away the wood and the play field. And so every machine is a little different from how every other machine plays. It's yeah. just, you know, it's weird. It's interesting. It's you know, I never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. But you're absolutely right. So I'm, I am so thoroughly excited. That's we'll be meeting be awesome. with uh, Tim, I believe, mm -hmm. is uh, who it was. It is their manager and tech. So I am very excited <laughs> to ask technical questions. Yeah, as soon as I saw them, they're like, oh, uh, you're going to be speaking with Tim. And I saw that and I'm just like, well, this is going to be Joe. <laughs> Joe is going to Joe. <laughs> yeah, I already have like 15 like, questions you, holy down. Holy crap, you yeah. do. Oh, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> but that, that's going to be so much fun. Uh, this Sunday, make it out there. Um, play some games. Yeah. Watch us do the show live as well. Oh, yeah, we could do it. We, we could have a live audience. Going to be uh, doing it in the party room mm -hmm. in there. So around 5 o'clock-ish is when we'll be setting up and getting ready to go. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to be putting together a video for it, just like we did with the Hot Sauce Festival. Yes. Um, But it'll be of us playing pinball and oh, yeah, we'll all have, the fun stuff. We'll have Me videos. Losing we'll, at have, pinball. we'll have pictures. <laughs> we'll have videos. We'll, we'll have it all posted. Oh yeah. And we I was it's funny, I was going back through um like the last couple of episodes just to like put them up onto the podcast side of things because I've been slightly slacking behind on the podcast side. I feel that. Sorry, my people bad. who watch on YouTube. <laughs> um <laughs> we've been uh going back through and Joe's like, Yeah, I'm gonna do this and Bronson's like, Yeah, I'll be there for like thirty five seconds. I have faith in you. <laughs> You're gonna last longer than thirty five seconds. That's what she said. I don't know about that. <clears throat> That's also what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm 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 so excited for that. Yeah. I am. And uh, we've gotten a couple other uh, fun interviews coming up as well. Um, someone who uh, has recently starred in an Apple TV program, mm. which is very very cool. Forgot about that. Um, they're also a video game speedrunner. Game show junkie, wrestling junkie, like, you name it, this person has probably had some sort of interest in it as well. Fits the mold. Um, does a lot of, like, randomizers online as well for a bunch of games, too, mm. uh, which is super cool. So that's going to be a fun interview. That'll be coming up in a few weeks. Uh, a couple other cool guests and cooking episodes coming down the pipe as well. Yeah. Plus, I have to reach out to Cast Iron Kyle, see if he wants to come on. Again soon. <laughs> I still because he did say he owes us some food. <laughs> he owes us some food, and I owe him uh, a cooked thing with the pen he gave me. Exactly, which I've been so diligently searching for, like the perfect thing to cook with it. <laughs> I I think I've gone through about fifteen to twenty five different recipes of like, is this the thing I want to make with it? No, that's not good enough, <laughs> and so it keeps progressing. I ha actually haven't even looked at a single recipe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm bad at cooking and don't want to just fuck up the pan that he gave me and make something terrible and be embarrassed by it. So uh, it's almost impossible to fuck up the pan. That's the whole point of cast iron. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. 
I mean, unless you leave it outside to just like rust, like I did with that little tiny one outside. I'm not supposed to keep it out on the deck. Uh, no, no, I I did. I don't have a deck for science. <laughs> I there's one out there, totally for science. It's like this big. Uh, it was like three dollars. Kyle, don't shoot me. Uh, Does rust <laughs> affect the taste of steak? Yes or no? <laughs> Protein. No. If I ingest <laughs> rust. iron. <laughs> If I ingest rust, does that mean I don't need a tetanus shot? <laughs> become you eat enough works, of it, right? you'll become immune to tetanus. That's what I'm right? saying. That's, it seems That's like a, a win-win. Obviously, flavor enhancer and also <laughs> prevents tetanus. For Why are we doing this? Purposes. Disclaimer: Do not do don't that. Don't do that. <laughs> you should lick it. That, that is what was called satire. A joke. Just rub it in your eyes. That'll be don't. fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> hey, look at me. Picturing the, the EMT, just the... <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I was going for. <clears throat> so, do you want to uh, jump right off of uh, things that I find stupid? Because there's like... Always? I've got like three here. What, are we going to talk about me the whole episode? Hey, hey. <laughs> he said three. It's all three of us, clearly. <laughs> I was under the assumption all three would be me. Uh, no, no. One, PlayStation is making a handheld console. First, yay. Then I read it. No, it's basically a they're 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 going back to remote play. It's it's a thing just to play PlayStation Five. So it's like huh. you, you buy the thing so that you could play the thing you already own, but not on its own. Unless they're, I guess, maybe leaning into cloud gaming again. Um, but that's stupid. I, it's dumb. How come Sony has so many bad ideas? It's only their portable shit. Consoles, great every time. Portables, yeah, fail miserably. The PS phone, the PS Vita, the PS phone. It's the problem is they all have promise, and then just they poor execution. Them. Yeah, yeah. Like the Vita, oh, I bought one. I almost day of. I was like, this is great. It's better than any cell phone here. It has 3G. You can play all these games on it. They look fi- you know, like fantastic. This will be fan. This is gonna be great. And then, like, within a year, they were like, no more games, only weird Japanese JRPGs. And I was like, all right, cool. Now, I guess I have a remote play that I can play my PlayStation 3 or 4 on while I poop, because that's all it is now. <laughs> it's just a poop and play device. Because <laughs> you couldn't play it remotely because it wasn't fast enough. So it was, you were stuck in your house. Oh. So it was literally only for pooping. This is it. That's tough. Yeah, so you know, now, now they're doing it again. I will say, I through Xbox, you can do that through the app. And I bought a little, like, controller for my mm-hmm. phone and all that kind of stuff. Some games, it works great. Mm. But most games where you need actual reaction time or different things like that, yeah, yeah. not great on internet. If I you're, think, like, away from it or anything like that. Even in my house, it wasn't great. So I think that's what Sony is aiming for with this because Sony has the same thing. You can play it on a phone. You can play it on a PC. You can play it anywhere. You can play PlayStation. But their thing is touting that it's, like, really, really low latency. So... We'll see. Exactly. It's like, yeah, if you have, Heard like... Heard that before. The perfect Wi-Fi connection with, like, a gig speed, it'll be perfect. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so would anything else. That's... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that was first on my list. And then second. Epson. Cut your shit <laughs> with your printers. I put 
on my list of things that I wanted to complain about is Joe complains about why printers still suck. Parentheses, the boring, shitty 2D variant. Regular 3D printers are fine. 2D printers, you're on my shit list. So I went to go set up an Epson printer yesterday. The first thing I do is turn it on. Pops up with a QR code. Download this app to get started. First of all, no. I don't want to download an app to get started. You're a fucking printer. I'm not going to be printing from my phone. Why? Then I go through the entire setup process. Then it decides that it wasn't done yet and just wouldn't finish. So I had to turn it off and then turn it back on and then do the whole setup again. Then I downloaded the software. It told me to download on my computer and then that didn't work. So I had to do it a third time and... I'm a tech. This is my job. <laughs> At the And then it took 10 minutes while it just rolled and rolled to initiate itself, which is by far one of the weirdest, dumbest things I've ever seen. And then after that 10 minutes, a calibration of which it took four full pieces of paper and me staring at the ink up here and Elena coming up to me and going, those all look the same. And I was like, not really up close. So I have to just sit here with a fucking magnifying glass. And then, because, you know, Epson, in all of their infinite glory, couldn't just make the page go into the scanning bed like every other fucking company to just auto-calibrate itself. Why make it easy? So it took about an hour and a half to set up a fucking printer. (laughs) And then I uninstalled the phone app. Because fuck you. (laughs) I had to use a printer for the first time in a very long time because, uh, and we talked about this last week, Joe and I are going. Because Joe prints out all your D&D sheets. (laughs) That's all I have printers for. Um, I, uh, Joe and I are doing the NASCAR race and Mm. I had to print out a couple of releases Mm. saying that we won't broadcast live and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they're like, all right, here's the PDF, print it out sign it, and send it back to us. I'm like, all right, great. Did it, you know, ran down, got some coffee. I'm like, you know what? Let me, uh, let me, let me get that printed out. So I go down, have my, my, my personal laptop, go over to where my mom sets up her stuff, unplug the printer from her dock, plug it into my computer, and my computer's like, what, you want me to do something about this? No. I'm like, yeah, I need you to, you know, add a printer. They're like, oh, okay. Where's the printer? No. Nah. It, it, it's plugged in. It's turned on. You don't get to print. Oh. <laughs> well, now what? Print, maybe? No. And the printer's like, hmm. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll install. Oh, you need to uh, install the drivers. Mm-hmm. It, it sat there, and it, the bar literally went from empty to full in like two seconds. I'm like, awesome. Huh. Coffee's still pouring. It's going to be great. Ready <laughs> in 10 seconds. The last 10 seconds of that update mm-hmm. took 15 minutes. <laughs> Half the sounds, speed of smell. That sounds about right. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I finished my entire like cup of coffee. <laughs> the reason I came down was just to fill my coffee and let it print out. Mm. It didn't. Yep. So it finally did, and I was able to get it printed out. And I just went upstairs, took a picture with the HP printer app, even though it's a Canon printer. Mm. 
took a picture of it, saved it as a PDF, mailed it off, and we're set. There is a reason it's so quintessential <sighs> for you to go over your family's house and have someone be like to you as a millennial, uh, my printer doesn't work. Can you look at it? Mm-hmm. It's happened to me, I think, maybe five times in a row at family's house. Every time mm-hmm. I... It's not even family. It's like friends of family. Hey, could you fix this printer? No. Hit it with a bat and buy a new one. Yeah. Just break it. It's, I promise it'll feel good. You see, Barbara, the problem <laughs> is you're trying to use a printer from 1987. Oh. Buy a new one, you cheap fuck. I had <laughs> a printer at work. It was an HP LaserJet 4. That's right. Just four. The fourth. It one. was the fourth <laughs> model made. Forget the forty three hundreds and all those. It was from nineteen ninety seven. We used it every day to print five to ten sheets of paper from nineteen ninety seven to twenty twenty two, where we bought a new machine and it was still working fine. They just wanted to upgrade it. I was like, no. This is the best printer in this entire fucking company. This is the best printer I've ever seen in my life. I replace a toner cartridge every four years, and it's fine. (laughs) Guess what? They put a new printer in. Doesn't work. Two months later, it broke. They threw out the old one. I was like, see? You made a fucking mistake. (laughs) I absolutely love the laser printer that we have at work. It's in the producer's room. And it's the best thing ever. It prints out everything right away. We print out so much shit. We print out all of the commercial logs, <laughs> which radio doesn't do that anymore. Mm. Print out all the music logs on the weekend, which radio doesn't do that anymore. Hmm. But we still do. Um, so that's a few hundred sheets of paper per day, plus the weather every hour for hmm. the temps and all that kind of stuff. So they probably go through toner every three weeks. Is that's a new about, cartridge donor. It's about right for my company as well. But it is the best fucking printer. It just, it works. Laser printers are great. They're expensive. And yeah. for home use, they end up being terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I I got a printer sent to me from work at home stuff from my last job. Mm-hmm. And it was an Epson. It took me approximately two minutes to set it up. And it's been working perfectly the whole time. I had an Epson. Uh, I literally broke. upgraded from the older, slower model to the newer, better model. Why? Because uh, this one had the flatbed scanning where you could put like 30 sheets of paper in and it just sucks them up and, and prints oh, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, wife, lawyer, lots of signing documents. So I figured easy for her, you know, plus uh, it was acquired for a pretty good price. Uh, so I was like, yeah, quick upgrade, should be fine, no big deal. And then, nope, I did just completely fuck their software for like no reason and i i just i don't know i mean it prints great now that it's all set up and it took an hour and a half i also named it dumb shit printer on our network so when you go to find it <laughs> it doesn't pop up as an epson it pops out as dumb shit printers printer. printers are great <laughs> in the fact that if you find someone frustrated enough at their printer they will just give it to you yeah oh yeah and that's happened to me probably five times from everything to a like shitty printer I used in college that nobody could get to work apparently but me mm-hmm. to a poster printer from my old job that they were like throw this motherfucker in the garbage and I was like no don't I'll fix it and they were like 
I'm going to throw it in the garbage and then close my eyes <laughs> and th- be thankful at the fact that I don't have to empty this dumpster one day earlier. Dear printer fairy, I'm in, I'm in the same I boat. would like a printer dropped off a at guy. my location. <laughs> See, the best thing about the one, the poster printer I got from work that was just garbage is it's old. And you might think, well, that's bad. But like we just said, old printers are something a little bit different. Every part on it is huge. It's mm-hmm. so easy to repair. Mm-hmm. Like it shredded the belt. I opened both sides of the printer to get access to the like six foot long belt that was wrapped around two pulleys. And it, it was like putting Legos together. It's just yeah. so easy <laughs> to work on. And not only that, it's not internet connected. So it's not just like, hey, you need ink and I'm not going to let you print because you're out of cyan, even though it's black and so, white. So fun fact, my giant printer needed an emergency firmware update. My... I. I have oh, one no. model up from him. Same story. Some guy on Marketplace was like, I need it gone. It doesn't work. And I was like, I'm literally on my way. I just left. Which direction are you from here? Uh, <laughs> I was like literally out the door when I was replying, I'm on my way where? Um, and then he gave me the directions while I like exited the neighborhood. So that was nice. Uh, but he was like, it doesn't work. I don't know why. So I was like, all right, well, I, I, I got it home. I was like, okay, so it literally hasn't been lubricated since 2004. By the way, this is not a printer you throw in your back seat. No. no. This is this is like five feet wide, three feet tall, yeah. and two feet deep. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. So um, it needed lubricant for the, the, the big, you know, like when printers do the thing, they're like, bruh, 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 that, but it's like four and a half feet. Um, so I lubricated that. Lube. And then I just went online and I bought the ink and I clicked it in. And it was just like, I'm good. And out popped a dick butt because it's the first thing <laughs> I could think to print at 42 inches wide. Uh, Didn't we print out something stupid as a test print on my printer too when you helped me get the postscript drivers? Yes, I think it was also a dick butt. Or it, something. It, was, it was something with an orc. Oh, it was the, the, it was the thirsty orc or something. It was something really stupid. <laughs> um uh, listen, I'm not going to print a test page. That's yeah, dumb. Come on. <laughs> no. So, go big or go home. Be yeah. a man. So, uh, <laughs> Benji, no. Dick butt. I was like, oh, no. What am I going to do? This ink is like really expensive and it's old. And then everyone was like, nah, people are going to be still using this as like a very common printer. And then last year or two years ago, I think it was right high to COVID, HP was like, we need to issue an emergency firmware fix for this model printer because it thinks it would have never seen service life outside of 2021 and so all of the cartridges aren't going to work unless you do the firmware update (laughs) oops so i'm wondering how many people with art like with the same printer that i got ended up throwing it away because they didn't realize that there was a firmware update that prolonged the life of all of the cartridges probably a lot the person that made the decision to chuck one of the printers was an it guy and he literally told me, this is not worth my time to try to get working. Just buy a new one for $5,000. Yeah, well, when it comes to corporate, I mean, yeah, not my has, money. He has I offered reasons. to fix it. Well, there, there's more reasons to it. I so, know. like, the ones we have, like, yours specifically is a CAD printer. It's, it's meant for CAD. Yeah. Mine's, like, CAD plus some photography. Yeah. So, the newer ones are, like, everything is a CAD printer. Also, they're all for photography. <laughs> so, like, you know, I get it for, like, when you're in corporate stuff and spending five to $30,000 for a printer is, like, a drop in the bucket. But, like, as a home user who wants to print posters and stuff, 
I don't have five thousand dollars lying around to to print a, a dick butt. Yeah. Now I do. <laughs> so I love printing on that thing. It's such a silly but that goes all the way back to the drivers. Old printers are just the dumbest. Here's the INF driver file. Ta-da. No software. No nothing. You just... A four kilobyte file. Front of the box. Compatible with Windows. 95. <laughs> yeah. Which one? <laughs> yes. Windows there were, me. There were only three. <laughs> and it supported all of them. So, turns out newer printers uh, also can use really old drivers. Uh, mm. I've tested the theory. I have a printer at work, also a laser printer, that we upgrade like every three years. I have drivers on some of the PCs that are still from Windows XP Ooh. slash 7. So this is 2003 to 2007. Uh, on printing this new printer with no drivers updated. It's the original 15-year-old driver. And they print phenomenal. No issues. That's amazing. So I've come to the conclusion that uh, printer drivers are a lie. You don't need anything that they give you. And realistically, shit from 2001 will also work. They put bells and whistles on printers, but they're exactly the same with the, the movie bits. How can printers be so, like, technologically stupid? Because they want you to replace them every few years to keep making money. But also technologically advanced. Like, it's so dumb, Mm -hmm. but they're smart. Because companies want your printer to break so you can buy a new one every couple years. Otherwise, their business method... HP is in the middle of a giant lawsuit. Oh, fuck Again? Again. This time, uh, putting... Pourquoi? Putting uh, chips inside their uh, printer cartridge drivers um, that if you have like a third-party printer thing and it doesn't have the chip, it wouldn't work. That was, oh, like that Keurig. Was, that was part one. With their stupid fucking okay, K-Pods. They did that? Yeah. Oh, that's... that's... For, for like a couple of years span, you could only, with certain Keurigs, would scan a barcode. Oh, that's fucked. On the, the K-Cup pod. And if it didn't have the barcode, it wouldn't let you use that coffee. Hmm. You want to know how it scans the barcode? When you close the lid. So it punctures the top of the lid. Mm. So if it doesn't read the barcode, you've just wasted that whole thing of coffee mm. because it won't do the thing. You could also just pour hot water into it. Oh, yeah. You totally could, but... That defeats the purpose of a cure. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's so fucking annoying. So HP is basically similar. And then on top of that... Uh, HP is the Keurig of printers. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> because HP has a piece of software that you install on all printers now. And it is not like, oh, you you might need it, but like you don't really need it. It's you have to install it to use the printer. And it tries to get people to set up uh, automatic printer refills. Yep. So you're, you're running low on ink. Would you like to be refilled? Except... In theory, it's a great idea. Except it does it automatically. Yep. And it'll also refill if it sees an expiration date coming up on the printers. So when you install the cartridges after I forget how many months it is, uh, if it hasn't 
been depleted, it doesn't matter. It's still going to order That's new so cartridges because it says your ink is expired. So that's what they're currently in another lawsuit for. That is so, so dumb. I hate everything about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's that, real dumb. That's actually why, because my mom needs a printer for work for some of the shit that she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and she needs to get a new printer. And she's like, oh, well, I have an HP. Let's get a new one. I'm like, no. No, I will never <laughs> recommend HP. No. I think I think we got like a Canon. Yeah, they're still. They're, instead of a printer? Yeah, actually, hell yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I'm sending you the file now. <laughs> sending <laughs> your document. Here's the attachment. <laughs> Based on wind resistance, you get to your house in 13 seconds. Also, open your window. <laughs> <laughs> but step away from the window. Grab the baseball glove. <laughs> it's coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get me the plunger. Oh, no. No, the plunger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's like, why would you Ram get it you in the plunger? <laughs> oh, God. So a printer is just a uh, two-axis 3D printer, right? What, a regular printer? Yeah. Uh, a regular printer is just a two-axis CNC machine. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess, technically a one-axis. No. It, it, it just goes back and forth. It doesn't it move up move and down. It can move the paper in and out. Yeah, but the head itself doesn't move. The head moves on the just left and right. Yeah, so but that's, that's what this, that's what my CNC machine does too. Yeah. It moves the bed under the. Oh, your CNC moves the bed. It moves the bed under, oh. and then the the that's drill um, bit only goes left and right and up and down. I forget what it's called because <clears> that <throat> your your CNC is more akin to a type of three D like printer. an FDM three D printer. Uh, one kind. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called because there's like Mer- Merlin. Something. There's like four different kinds. One of them is that one. Up, down, yeah. move the bed. Theoretically, it works better for 3D printing. <laughs> but, I mean, that's basically just the concept of regular printer. Yeah. It's a different kind of head. Yeah. I would, I would, I would constitute printers more akin to uh, laser cutters. You can set up a laser cutter to have the same, like, operation mode. As yeah, a CNC well, there, there's, machine. There's, there's actually a new one. Detachable heads that let you do both. So there's a new laser cutter on Kickstarter that is I. Someone must have seen a printer and was like, "I got it," because that's what the laser printer is. It just goes left and right like a regular printer, and then you you pull the material through. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, interesting concept. I don't want it to do that. I rather have it move and print the thing instead of someone or something like. <laughs> oh, you have to do it manually? I I didn't click far no enough. No way. I didn't click far enough to see if it like oh, gears in through no like a There's no way printer. a person that, can move it accurately enough. I was going to say, that offends me. <laughs> like, do it for me. Yeah, I don't know if it gl- cr- like grabs the sides and like moves itself mm-hmm. through or something or how it works. But I just know it was very, very printer-esque and it was hilarious. But I also know that you have some CNC stuff because you finally got it working. Uh, okay, Ish. hold on. When you say finally got it working, it's not that it wasn't working. It's well, that software. I no, I had it working. <laughs> my my problem was I got a CNC router not this Christmas, but Ali got me one last <laughs> Christmas. And as we, 
Last last Christmas. Na, 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 na. <laughs> last last Christmas, I got a machine. Um, <laughs> the very next day, and then I felt bad that we were approaching this past Christmas, I, I and I away. hadn't I put it away. <laughs> <laughs> and the year. very next day, I put it away. <laughs> Anyway, carry on. Uh. <laughs> Listen, it writes itself. I'm trying to think of the next line. This year. Yeah, I got that part. I'll save you some cheer and I'll make you something special. <laughs> Amazing. Uh. Anyway. Anyway. So... Approaching this past Christmas, I was a little embarrassed that I had not opened this thing yet. I I thought I was in a hobby, right? Like anybody who's watched the stream knows that I got into dice making like real bad, like mm. real, real bad. And I only wanted to do that because I was hooked on it. And that lasted for a long time. Mm. So finally, I, I was having some problems with molds. I was getting frustrated at the dice making stuff. So I was like, okay, let me do a different hobby. I have the CNC. I've been like thinking about every couple days. Let me put it together. So I put it together. I followed the instructions. I like watched YouTube videos of people assembling this machine because it's a very common uh, machine. Took their suggestions on like um, some uh, special white grease that they use for all the rods that lasts way longer than just using WD-40. Like did all the fine-tuned square, everything everybody suggests to do for the machine. Got it totally working, ran two test cuts, and then I stopped. <laughs> I I got to the point where I made something that I wanted to cut in Inkscape and I uploaded it to a program and the program was like, you need to actually purchase this software to download the G code or send the G code to the machine. And I was like, well, that's dumb. How much does the program cost? And they were like, $2,000. And oh. I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. For a fucking, no, I'll go steal CAD from somewhere. Fuck. That's the <laughs> But no, oh I didn't do God. that. For legal purposes, I didn't do that. We steal um, their program. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we well, I guess that's tomorrow. the end of that until another solution comes out, right? Because like CNC routing is still fairly expensive to get into. Timeshare? Timeshare the program? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I recently got the kick to start it again. There's a, a maker I follow on Instagram and Facebook called Dirty Woods. Mm. And they do great name custom dice vaults. <laughs> and they're doing everything I originally wanted to do with the CNC machine. And they do it very well. So if you like that kind of stuff, go check them out. They're very cool. Um, but I was like, you know what? I see other people doing this. It's gotten the knack back in me to try to want to do it. So I'm going to look for new software. And I went and started looking around for new software and I found out something really, really dumb that I did that prevented me from getting further into the hobby before last Christmas. So one of the programs I tried was called easel and easel has like, it's one of those programs where it's like, Oh, you could start this free trial, Mm. but then you have to pay for the pro version. Right. Mm -hmm. I misread easels terms and conditions mm. you only need to pay for the pro version if you use certain types of cutting techniques preloaded into easel uh. so there are settings you can use that makes the program free 
Hmm. And I'm trying to print yesterday, and I didn't have a long enough SD. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't have a um, an SD card uploader, and I had a USB cable that was long enough for my laptop. So I plugged it into the laptop, I downloaded the driver, and then I went to hit cut, and it was like, oh, you need the pro feature to do this. And I was like, that's fucking lame. And I clicked on, I closed the window that popped up and I'm Googling like other software. And then it's like, I keep seeing things saying easel is free. And I'm like, it's not, this must be old. When, <laughs> when the page come out, oh, 2021, they must've changed it. Right. And I, the third time I saw that, I was like, okay, perhaps it's me. <laughs> and I started looking into it and I finally read the pop-up that came up when you go to click cut with the green pro icon and finally saw that it said one or more features that you have selected require a pro account to uh, use easel. And I was like, what fucking feature? I just uploaded a picture of my shop's logo. And I see <laughs> that in the settings in a, like a separate tab, it's showing me that one of the features was this uh, type of cut entrance where it kind of like slides the bit in instead of doing like a plunge cut, mm -hmm. which is better for some kinds of wood I, I read, but I didn't see an issue with it. I disabled that and then everything unlocked. I was able to send the G code directly to the printer through the fucking USB cable. And it just like, I zeroed it, started it, and it started cutting like immediately. So I did bring my first cut. There are some things that I learned uh, towards you <laughs> from the cut right there. So off the bat, it's I thought- Fantastic on photo. Dude, it looks awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I thought um, it was going to throw out way more sawdust. I was worried because I had it running inside and it actually just deposited all the sawdust in neat little piles around where it was cutting <laughs> and then only threw off when like a chunk got caught in the bit and it flicked it somewhere. Mm. So overall, pretty neat. Even for an indoor unit, it wasn't too bad. Uh, second thing I learned, I didn't really look into the chip rate because the easel program has a predefined setting for pine, which is what I use this for. Mm. Everybody who does anything with wood knows you, you test first on pine because it's dirt cheap and it's a very soft wood. If I you know, push my thumbnail on that, it'll mark pine soft as shit. Um, but I didn't really want to get into chip rate yet. I just wanted to commit to getting something out of the printer first. Mm -hmm. And because it had a pre-selection for Pine and it had the 3018 Prover, which is my printer, which can be made by like 20 different companies at this point because uh, <laughs> it's like a very basic model, I guess, that was sold. Um, it had that printer in there already. So I was like, you know what? It knows the printer and it knows the material. I'm going to leave it on default settings and see how this rocks, right? So I hit print and the printer bit moves from where I put it in and starts drilling and starts making this horrible noise. <laughs> oh, like, I, like I have a plunge router, right? And when you, when you run the plunge router, you can hear the router spinning and you hear like the nye, nye, as it goes back and forth and cuts. Yeah. This thing was like vibrating the whole fucking table and it was going like, <laughs> like that as it's like shaking the piece. Perfect. Like, and by the way, like when you secure this down to the build plate, you put a spoil board under it so the bit doesn't cut the metal on the actual build plate moving back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then what I do instead of clamping, I put painter's tape on the back of this. I put painter's tape on the top of the spoil board and I super glue them together. Mm. Uh, that way the entire piece is firmly secured onto the spoil board and not have to worry about it like jumping off. Yeah. So I, I had it all secured and it's still like making this horrific grinding noise. And I'm like, well, it's cutting and it's not skipping and it's not throwing sawdust everywhere. Maybe it just sounds like that. Mm. And I did nearly the it's entire the bit. Well, I'll get to it. I did nearly the entire inside of the sprint doing that. And I was like, I wonder like maybe on the next run I can get it 
to go quieter. Like dialed in mm-hmm. or something, yeah. And then I realized that Easel lets me change metrics on the fly so mm. I can just run a test. Like if I had it set to drill in a circle, I could fuck with the settings while it's doing that circle. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. I cranked the speed down to 50% and it went like near silent. It went from this horrific, like vibrating, grindy, like rah, 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 to like, bzzz, and I was like, <laughs> oh, why didn't I just fucking try that at the start? <laughs> so you could actually do that with FDM printers. It's a very similar program. If you connect through the cable, you could do the same thing. You could mm. like mess with the settings on the fly, turn oh. down the speed. Um, Interesting. Some printers you could do that, like in the control panel, mm-hmm. but others, you, like I think OctoPrint is the big one. Don't ask me why it's named that, uh, but OctoPrint is the big one for you, like being able to control it. If you set up OctoPrint correctly, you could hook up like a webcam to it. Hell yeah! You could watch it from home, like from work or whatever. You can, oh, that's cool. You can control everything remotely while it prints. Nice. Why I haven't started one yet? I don't know. <laughs> it, it seems like it would be like exactly what I'm looking for, but uh, I know it's a lot of upfront work. PRPL prints one in the chat. Yeah, he says uh, the, that cut, entr- cut entrance also is better for certain bits. And then he also says back when I used uh, path, path, right? Yep. Path CNC patterns. My favorite setting change would be to cut the depth of uh, in half, which stressed the bit hella less. <laughs> yeah. So I did the, um, I looked at the bit, and I, the, when I bought the bits from SaneSmart, it uh, suggests a minimum and maximum cut depth. Uh, not a minimum, just the maximum cut depth, and I went under that. So I wasn't putting too much bit in wood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the problem was, um, pine, like with pine, it's so soft. I know it's fill. <laughs> I just wanted to make it a point to not say purple prints because I know that's not actually how you pronounce your username. Purple. <clears throat> purple prints. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so a couple takeaways from this. Uh, Bob, if you want to hit the camera back up on this one, uh, you can see in here. Let's see if I can get it to focus. Is that good? Yep. Yeah. All right. He says, oh, purple me up. <laughs> so there's some chips out of here. Um, because pine is so soft and... There was so much power initially on the bit. Yeah, it chopped the shit out of some of the finer pieces of this. So you could see like some of the edges right here all chopped up in the sides. Uh, As I have the bit um, move slower through the wood, it will reduce the chip rate and those those edges will like tighten up. You could see in in some parts, I guess maybe just where the wood was drier or possibly more dense because, you know, wood varies as you go through with Mm -hmm. with the uh, the density. Uh, based on like the grain pattern. Uh, some of those lines came out clean as hell and some of them came out like absolutely mauled. So next time I'm going through it, it's going to be uh, definitely a slower uh, transverse speed. So uh, our traverse speed. So the two things that you have to keep in mind when you're doing um, the chip rate calculation is how, f- how fast the motor spins yeah. and then how fast the bit is traversing across the material. Uh, different woods, especially thicker woods. Yeah. Okay. We got that one out. Um, yeah, that's what she said. Need a slower moving. Nice. Need a slower moving bit and occasionally a faster moving spindle. And there's a calculation that you could do to calculate the, the chip rate 
which is the combination of those two metrics. So this was literally just the first shot. I might even do another one when I get home tonight and throw it on there. But uh, we'll see. I, I had a lot more fun doing this than I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to just be like a frustrated mess as I continuously fucked up pieces. But mm. I'm, I'm really surprised this came out as well as it did. Mm. And uh, I think the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to flip this one over and I'm going to put a hex pattern inside of it. And then I'm going to uh, make a dice vault out of it. And then mm. the first pieces I've ever cut will be my, uh, my first dice vault. Also, That's what I want to cool. do. Thank you. Uh, also, what I want to do that I saw Dirty Woods doing is pour colored epoxy resin mm -mm. inside the inlay and then sand it flush at the end. So it'll be the wood outlay, an epoxy resin inlay, and then when you flip it over, it'll be a dice vault. And he's been doing, uh, or actually, I don't know if it's a uh, man or woman, but they've been doing uh, really cool designs with that. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get more into it. It seems like the next thing I'm going to fall into really hard. Mm. That's awesome. That makes sense. I would love to, to get eventually like our logo like on the table here. Mm. Even if it's just something like to butt up against the microphones or something like that. Like even yeah. if like, like a little like, well, I can already do that with a laser hider or something like that. Like, I think that'd be pretty dope to get. All right, I wanted to. I'll get, work on it. I wanted to get a um, a cutting board, like a like a pretty good cutting board, and laser etch our logo onto the cutting board, um, which I thought would be fun. Uh, and then the other one, kind of like what you're doing, what you wanted to do with the the resin pour, um, I wanted to do um, uh, a cut of like our logo into a piece of wood and then resin pour with all the different colors of what our logo is in resins. And I thought that would be a lot of fun. I um, could try that too. That's just like a, like a, who knows? What's, what's our logo look like again? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? So I thought that would be a, a lot of fun. So we have a lot in the chat. What do we got? If you need a sander, I got you. I think we all have sanders. <laughs> I, well, specifically when I when I sand these, because I'm going to use them as dice vaults, one thing I was telling Bob before the show, in order to properly use these as a dice vault, um, the, the bottom and top has to be flush. And you might say, well, it looks very flush, but if you put this down on the tabletop, um, let's see if I can get it back in the frame here, you can rock it. Mm. Back and forth. You can't ever, really... Ever so slightly. Yeah, but that will make a big difference when I put the two pieces on top of each other. Yeah. You can, you'll be able to see the gap between them. And I made that mistake the first on the first couple of vaults I made. So I need to basically take a, um, a big sheet of metal. Like one side of my table saw is very, very flat. And I've checked it with a level. So there's mm -hmm. no gaps when I slide the levels across in either direction. You put the sandpaper down on that, tape the sides down, and then kind of give it like a wax on, wax off motion to mm. make sure you're getting a, a nice, clean, uniform surface. And it's important when you do the CNC routing to start with that because then you affix that nice, clean, even surface down on the build plate. And then you know that the height when it cuts with the bit is going to be uniform. Yeah. So just some woodworking tips and tricks that were nice to know going into this. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get a clean copy of this for the next uh, the next stream, and um, we'll see how it turns out. If you get bougie, That's going to be a lot of fun. You just run it through a planer. <laughs> you can run it through a... I have like a desktop planer, like the longboard planer. Well, I, you I, can't put anything... I said bougie. <laughs> what do you mean? Like the crazy planers that you could like... I have one of those. Yeah. But you can't put something this small through it. Not with that attitude. 
It's, the, it literally warns you not to do that. I it's mean, like no board like shorter fingers. than eight inches. <laughs> I, I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because like the way it puts the stuck. pressure on it, it doesn't get stuck. The way it puts pressure on it with the, the cutting head is like the cutting head is the pressure. So if you'll feed it in and that'll be fine because you'll be holding this side down. When it gets through, it'll start lifting up Mm. by the backside. Mm. And I actually had that issue even with a longer board because I didn't have the uh, support proper on the other side. So it, the backside of the board as it came out of the planer was wiggling uh. and left little like wavy ridges in it instead Ooh, of cutting yeah. it evenly. A cool design, but not what you were going yeah. for. Yeah, definitely not what I wanted <laughs> while using a, a benchtop planer. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would, because um, I'm lazy, I would probably just buy whole sheets and then just planer the whole thing and then just cut what I wanted out of it. And uh, one more in the chat, 4 a.m. watch says, cherry wood, that does sound fragrant and pretty. There's actually a, uh, a I don't know, it, it like a species of cherry wood that they, is it aromatic cherry or aromatic cedar? Or there might be both. Probably both. There, Probably there's both. one. They both smell phenomenal already. Yeah, uh, like they're specifically One, do, one though smelling. does remind me of hamsters. The cedar wood with the wood chips. Oh, uh, okay. I like how we both just like, hey, um, <laughs> why hamsters? Do you have another story? Were you bullied by hamsters, Bob? <laughs> no, just not squirrels. another animal in Bob's backstory. <laughs> well, there were possums. I was oh, telling them all oh, fair. No, I'll, I'll share afterwards. My dogs decided to uh, make f- friends with a couple of possums. Oh, boy. The dogs won. Oh, boy. Yeah. Friends and, don't win. <laughs> but uh, when you cut aromatic woods it like, like the whole water. room will smell like flowers and i i used i'm pretty sure it was aromatic cedar in wood shop once and the whole room smelled amazing yeah that was like one of my favorite things uh that's like it sucks now because everything was ex- is expensive now but like i'd always spring for the woods that like i knew smelled good cutting when i work yeah. with projects <laughs> like even if they don't look as good it smells nice when i'm cutting it and like forming it and doing whatever i got to do with it and that like it makes me feel nice that like i could smell and be like yeah that smells nice and not like uh oh god it's that smells terrible that's oh why, dear lord that's why you need the scented 3d filament that we were talking about oh, a few weeks ago <laughs> I forgot about that. They make that, and some of the scents are. Uh, In case you were wondering, because I think you weren't here, there is 3D printed scent filament that oh. releases as you print, and then stays released for like three to four weeks. That's pretty cool. Except the the smells not so great. The smells were really weird. Oh. Yeah, they were not like what you think they were. There were like things I've literally never heard of before. Then you had like your basics, like lavender. Uh, and stuff like that. But there were like a couple of, re- like, man- I think mango was one of them. Uh, let's see here. We have rose, jasmine, lavender, tulip, strawberry, orange, apple, and mango. So this just sounds like a food themed strip club. <laughs> yeah. Food and <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was weird. I still haven't printed with that um, bendy stuff. Do I will it, update it, do it, do it, when do I get it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. It's close. I, I had to make a table for the thing to sit on first. So we're moving, but slowly. <laughs> um, and then I guess that brings us uh, to one of the last uh, things that I have. Um, there is an epic 
shit ton of 3D content out now. To a point where I feel it's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. 3D content how? Uh, models, uh, Kickstarters. I won't even look at any STLs that aren't pre-supported anymore because of the availability of pre-supported models. And even then, it's... I follow... Well, I did follow like two to three different uh, company, well, p- people, creators, companies, um, artists, yeah, artists that yeah. that release, you know, these these models and Loot uh, there's studios, only artisan guild, yeah. yeah, and there's only like a couple that I follow, and even still, they release like thirty to sixty models a month between I have, them. I have collectively on Patreon supported. I think it's like 90 months of releases between different artists. So like I have a full two and a half years with Artisan Guild. Mm-hmm. I have like two full years with Shadow Duncan Luca. I have, um, I think I'm at 13 months now with Loot Studios. You know how many things I've printed from those models combined? Like five. Less, three. Wow. So I've probably spent... I want to say close to maybe $500 on 3D models, like packs and, mm. and subbing to people, um, and have barely printed any of those. The only one I'm still sub to is Loot Studios, mm. because sometimes they just come out with like really cool terrain and really cool monsters, and I do occasionally print one of those. Like I, I think I've only printed Meg's Beholder, Duncan's Chimera, Duncan's uh, Fire Myrmidon Elemental, and then just a ton of Hero Forge minis. Yeah. I just, I get overwhelmed because the things that I want to print from them are, are usually the bigger ones. Um, and those are the ones that take the most amount of time and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Thank God I don't have a 3D printer. So <laughs> it just, I'd be spending so much money. It's gotten to a point where I'm like, like even finding things is becoming... Yeah, because everyone has their own website or their own packs or their own thing, and nothing is named correctly because wizards will sue them. Yep. So they all have to be named weird things. Elephant person. Yeah, and there's large elephant warrior. It's it's just blank. I'm I'm glad, on one hand, that there is so much out, but on the other hand, it's like I can't print this many. I just can't. I can't keep up. Not yeah. with that attitude. <laughs> Not with this many printers. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I do have a million 3D printers right now. Uh, I only have four. <laughs> and two of them... Well, no, that's not true. Three of them work. One of them I am going to get rid of because I hate it and it should die in a fire. Which one? Uh, the Mono Price Mini Delta. Which one is that? It, the little one that could only print uh, a little bit bigger than your wood piece over there. Uh, um, it was supposed to be... I mean, it is still pretty big. Well, it prints high. So, like, the whole thing with that was it was for me to print... Uh, this was before resin was a thing. That one was touted as 50 uh, micron layers uh, instead of the normal 1 to 1.5 to 2. So... It was supposed to be good for like minis and uh, like terrain pieces and stuff like that. Except I could never get anything to stick to the fucking bed. I tried 
glue sticks. I've tried, I bought tempered glass because they said that would work. I've tried hairspray. I tried so many fucking things to make that printer work normal. And the amount of times I would just, it would just fail. I got hmm. so frustrated that I went and I bought the giant, uh, any cubic I bought that had like the, the pressure sensing, like leveling and everything like that. And the heated bed so that it would stick and then I had no fucking problems. And I was like, yeah, all right. That one's going in the garbage. It's not me. Fuck that thing. That <laughs> like, printer's on fire. <laughs> I hate it. And it, they were cheap, so it was, like, not a big deal. It was, like, I think you can get them now for, like, 50 bucks or 60 bucks Because huh. they just, yeah. But it's not worth it. It's I was going to say, I'm sitting there, I'm like, <laughs> Huh? Hold on, maybe do I do. It'll no. get, Bob, you can buy. You can buy some really good like FDM printers for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh. So usually, uh, oh, uh, no. Micro Center. <laughs> Shouts out, you guys are the best. I know we're not sponsored. I would in like a heartbeat. Uh, they <laughs> regularly have printers on sale that are like really good ones for like a hundred to one hundred fifty bucks, just out the door. Yeah. So, um. You like know. the last, when they ran a sale on the $100, um, what was it? The, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the big one. Yeah. It's uh, the one that everyone Something buys first. 3D. Ender. It's the Ender 3. Yep. Ender 3. That is the one that is regularly on sale at Micro Center for 99 bucks. It's like a staple. Yeah. It's and one of. When you go in to Micro Center and they're running that sale, it's like they'll have a tower of boxes of them. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yep, 100 bucks out the door. No problem. Yeah, they also usually have a handful just, like, printing in the background, which is fun. <laughs> By um, the way, we got to debut the cat cam just then. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. Standing in front of the fridge, oh, stared baby. at me, yawned, and then walked away. Love that. <laughs> got it on camera. <laughs> nice. <laughs> A-plus work, Phil in the chat saying, da-cat. <laughs> yes, da-cat. We now have, uh, I guess now that we've debuted all three, we tested it, and somehow, magically, it worked. Uh, this poor laptop has like 35 USB things connected to it. Uh, but we now have three full cameras. <laughs> We've got the main camera filming us. We've got the tabletop camera. I just showed Which you that the, one right there. The, right there. You know, my chunk of wood on. Yeah. Where is it? Right. Where, where's there. the hand? It's good. It's right no, there. no, that's words. That that's what she said. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You let me down. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got the cat cam. All, all connected at the same time. Which there are no cats. There are no cats currently in front of. But however, we have it. We have it. My it's favorite there. is the little graphic that I cooked up. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's fantastic. <laughs> Baby, where he go? Need a fourth camera for cocktails, meads, and cooking. Well, usually when we do the cooking episode, uh, the close-up cam over here uh, gets a new lens, and that gets put over by the cooking cocktail section. Now we yep. can have a close-up cam. On the pot that's cooking. Oh shit! You're right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh no. The third camera has like for no <laughs> ungodly so reason uh, a sixty time zoom. <laughs> I I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, like so it's that for the 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 fourth camera. I'm reading Phil's comment that <laughs> the cat cam that we have with the sixty time zoom. Mm-hmm. We were playing with it last week before before we went live. It literally picked up a cat hair in the rug. It did. Zoomed all the way in, and it was crystal clear. It was. Damn. I, I was like, yeah. that's too much zoom. Bring it back. <laughs> too much zoom. I don't know why you'd ever you need that much zoom. going to look into one of my pores? Right? I'm assuming. So, 
I see Osmosis Jones. So we have our <laughs> we have our Holy giant throwback. cam in front of us, which is a 4K camera. Then we have the cl- current close-up cam, but that's currently our jack of all trades cam. Is a 1080p uh, camera. The cat cam we are using is a handy cam, uh, like a Sony. C405 or whatever it is. Which was not supposed to have clean out. It was not. Everyone online said it didn't. And uh, here we are. Oh, there it is. So it is our Sony. uh, I can't remember. Whatever it is. Uh, CX405 or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, It's meant, I believe, for like moms and dads who want to like film their kids soccer oh, it's games definitely or like little jimmy's soccer camera yeah because you yep. could zoom in so far that you could like get the kid across the field or whatever um i thought it looked like shit because the screen that it comes with looks like shit uh it turns yeah. out as soon as we plugged in an hdmi crystal I mean, clear look at that <laughs> picture we're zoomed in right now on the our first camera are you zoomed in all the way no we can go much deeper deeper that's what she said that's fun deeper Deeper. Like, look at that. Lower. Deeper. Lower. That's how Zoom it has. Like, you can read the small print perfectly clear. For why? We are about four and a half to five feet away from that camera. I can't read what that camera says from here. Yeah, no, that's all small print. But this... (laughs) Says Sony. You can see it. Thanks. (laughs) Actually, it says E3.5-5.6 slash PZ. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. So, like, it's just back. so ridiculous. Yeah. I, it, why? I why know. not? Why not? It, it, I think the craziest part for me is that it's a cheap camera. Um, it, I think, knew they were like 210 bucks, 220 bucks. Like, that's not bad at all. I don't nice. know why they said it doesn't have clean out. I guess because when you go into the menu, it pops up. But, like, don't go in the menu. They lied. They lied real hard. They lied real hard. And here's the thing. The whole reason I created that graphic was because, like, oh, it doesn't have clean out, so you're going to see the, the the squares. Which we you're got to see the battery for. power. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be so cool because it looks like like the found footage kind of Blair Witch style. Yeah. And it's going to have, the, like, what's the battery other one? left. The, the Godzilla, record. but not really. Oh, Cloverfield. Uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Like, that's what I wanted it to be because you would, Bob would pick it up and, like, just, like, hurry up and, like, try to focus Literally on the cat. hand camera, get yeah. shaky cam. I thought it was going to be hilarious. And then I plugged the fucking thing in, crystal clear. I was <laughs> and like... And we're just like, oh, uh, wait. So I went in. There's, uh. like, there's like modes you could put in as, like, toy mode or warm mode or whatever. There's so many stupid but filters. But, like, it didn't look like fun filters. Even those look too good. For so what we were going for. It's not like for. a Snapchat filter that turns me into a horse? No. 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 Damn. I, man, could you imagine if that was in a camcorder? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nowadays, Nay. I could totally see it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very short period of time, and I don't know if they're still making them. It was a fantastic concept. It was an actual smartphone with just a big old fucking camera on the back. Um, I remember that. It had full Android, but like real camera and i was like that makes so much fucking sense camera like smartphone cameras have so much tech in the application alone even in like iphones and everything the ai the the android stuff everything that's done the apps themselves are phenomenal 
it's crazy that no one has thought to like take Android this and just slap it on the back of like it must have not sold well. It it didn't, but not for the reasons it shouldn't have. <clears throat> it didn't because they cranked the price to insane levels oh. because they were like, it's a camera and a phone. Obviously, it should be triple the price of a camera and or phone. It's a DSLR and an iPhone 12, $4,000. Yeah. But like, it didn't have a detachable lens, which yeah. if you're going to do that yeah. and you you're going to go charge that much, Oof. go in. Like, yeah. I would love to see Sony release... Like, I guess something, it would be technically below the the 5100 or the, the, this is a 6600. They make a 60, I think they make a 65 or a 6400. Like, I would love for them to create, like, the 6100 line that uses the e-lens cameras that, or the, the lenses that I use for all these things. Um, but, like, hooked to an Android phone that, like, lets me take my lenses. And, yeah, maybe it'll have not as many features mm-hmm. as the the three to five thousand dollar camera bodies do, but let me have my phone and then let me put like my pancake lens onto my phone or like my wide angle lens or something to go to like a concert or whatever. You yeah, know what a pancake have. lens is, Bob? No, uh, it you can only take really pictures of pancakes. pancake yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. What's a pancake lens? A pancake lens. And don't say it's just flatter. It is a very thin lens. That's just uh, flatter with more words. Yes. It's a very thin lens <laughs> meant, for, um, meant for either fisheye or okay. or wide angle, one of the two. Got so it. you would have like, like the lens currently behind this is a smaller, it's about an inch and a half, but when it opens up, it opens up to about three inches. And then the more you zoom, the bigger it gets. Um, that's a regular lens. Then there's... Uh, native lenses or I forget the other word primary. Uh, those are the ones that are just like, this is the lens. That's it. So currently the macro lens that we look at all of our giant footage on is it's about that big, but it's meant for looking at things for like three to four inches away from itself. Um, that's a primary lens. And then a pancake lens is also technically a primary lens, but they're just really little. Phyllis is a more of a French toast guy. <laughs> They don't make French toast lenses. Well, why not? I checked. <laughs> I have a new idea for you. Mm. A French toast lens. <laughs> it makes it's everything just a square gr- lens. It makes everything like a little bit grainy. Mm. It smells like butter all the time. <laughs> and cinnamon. <laughs> why oh is boy. my camera cinnamon scented? toast camera? <laughs> oh god. Cinnamon toast. Shut up flash? and take my money. <laughs> that that censored that on your chat window. It does. But Show not on the stream. Yeah. Because hmm. I'm in creator. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Shut up is a bad word. Yeah, apparently. Shut up, one word, bad word. <laughs> <laughs> you do that one more time, we're going to get flagged. <laughs> so, He's going to type shut up like 60 times. Yeah, now. no, it's going to happen. While Dana was in recovery, I had French toast every day for breakfast. You were just stealing her breakfast? Solid. <laughs> Great husband. <laughs> She's out here recovering from having a baby, and you're just eating her breakfast. <laughs> French toast. <laughs> or were you making yourself French toast while she was recovering? He goes, nope, husbands get breakfast too. <laughs> oh, nice. Don't make me <laughs> <laughs> Don't use the S word. 
Oh, man. So, um, that's all I got. Yeah. We have um, another upcoming surprise. We briefly alluded to it next time. We're doing another live stream somewhere similar to one we've already done. Oh. And more details on that to come. Mm. I'm excited. I'm very, so many very excited. Live things. Do you guys notice that I'm wearing my spicy shark hat today? Love that. Shout I out. did. Spicy shark. Congratulations for getting on hot ones. Yes. Very, very Oh, awesome. that's right. They did. They yep. did. I got to hit them up. I'm almost done through the sauce. Yeah, I got to reach out to Hook and Arrow because I am out of the uh, cayenne garlic. Same. And I'm very sad about it. I have enough for one more breakfast. I and then I'm done. Did you see the message I sent to Dragon's Blood Elixir? I oh, did. that was yeah. you. Yeah, I sent I sent Dragon's Blood Elixir a picture of me out of their hot sauce of their prime one. It's called Dragon's Blood Elixir, and uh, I said I'm out. I need a refill. Assuming he'd be like, here's where you could buy it, and yeah. then I would buy like four bottles. And he goes, what's your address? I'm gonna send you a care package. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put that i'll unbox it on the stream when it Ooh, gets here yes that's fantastic i'm psyched that guy is so cool he wants us to do um maybe we'll do it on stream he Play wanted game he wanted to send us the game oh hell yeah maybe and that's then, what he's doing and maybe because I know we talked about it yeah, when we, we were there. Yeah, we definitely need to play a game. We were talking to him about play it. Play the we, game with that. And he was like, you guys can do whatever you want with it. If you want to do like a D&D &D thing or if you want to do like a, a spice challenge. He's had people uh, give people ahead of time and make the like uh, a potluck kind of thing. So I know he was he was all about it. I think we got to, maybe that's what it is. I guess we'll find out. That'll we'll be cool, find right? out. We yeah, have, we've got I'm, that coming I'm up. Hyped. There got, are so many cool things <laughs> that we have coming up on the horizon. It's fantastic. That like, I, I'm honestly blown so away with it. Let's rattle them off real quick. On Sunday, which let me just, let me quadruple check the date because like we said fifth earlier and I feel like I might be wrong. June, you were right. Fourth. It is the fourth. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sunday, we will be in Asbury. Uh, we will be at the Silverball Museum early. Uh, we will be playing pinball for several hours. Yes. And then uh, at around 5, we will start our stream in the party room of Silverball Museum with Tim, who is the manager and tech, which I am just dumb excited for. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, me and Bob are hitting up the Pocono NASCAR track. Mm -hmm. Doing so that at the end of July. End of July. So we will have... Uh, content the next episode uh, for all of I need like a bigger SD card is <laughs> I've been planning and oh boy uh, we're gonna I'm gonna have more tech stuff <laughs> oh no we have a, at some point Cast Iron Kyle is coming back mm -hmm. we've got your got my my interviewee coming up uh, within the next few weeks yep and then we have a surprise surprise special surprise and then who knows what happens we in between? Might, we might be able to parlay my special surprise guest into another special surprise broadcast yeah, which, slash guest, I'm which a, hell yeah, truly I'm hoping for. If we can get this, <laughs> I might be the coolest fucking thing we'll ever do on the you show. Could, you could episode you can clip one. This, you can clip this. I promise. If we do what I hope we do, I will shit myself. <laughs> Quite literally. We're not going to clip that, though. You don't clip that part. But I'm waiting for the notification. Yeah. Someone has clipped you. I'll shit myself. Yep. It's just I'm, that. I'm calling it. I'm going <laughs> to. I am I am so thoroughly 
uh, optimistic and, and hopeful. That's, That's a, a different S word. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Exactly. Yeah, that one doesn't get bleeped. Shit up, man. <laughs> At my I house. I wonder if that would get censored. Are we going to Phil's? Wow, that's, that says that's one of our special. Another episode of fucking Tabletop Mito? Yeah, There maybe. we go. On I'm down. And Phil's closer to me, so... It does not true. censor shit up. <laughs> <laughs> the more Thanks, you Phil. know. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all the upcoming stuff. There is... This is going to be a fun summer with us. Yes. Oh, yeah. And... Plus, I'm sure we'll have a couple outdoor episodes as well thrown in there. Oh, well, we have to. Joe's backyard's fucking beautiful. Yeah. And when it gets cooler, I know we're looking like fall. With Tabletop Trio, it's always cool. But we (laughs) want to do the outdoor, like, fall cozy campfire episode, too. Cider episode. Cider episode, episode, which we've been been wanting to do for so long as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, I am hopeful that everything in my backyard gets done. Uh, so that we could get all that sorted. Phil says, you want me to make a cider? Of course we want you to make Always. a cider. <laughs> right? Like, uh, kind of, what kind of question is that? Right? If you're listening, please share us with your friends. Yes. Spread the word around. If they like this kind of stuff, if you think we're funny, if we're fun to watch. Yeah. Even if you think we're idiots and you just want to show everyone else what, what kind of idiots we are. If you have friends that hey, do things. Hey, it's content. <laughs> And those people who do things want to go somewhere to talk about the things that they do. Let them know. We're your guys. Go or to if our, you do things. Or you do things. Go to our website, tabletoptrio.com. Go to the contact us page. Fill out your info. It'll send us an email. And then we'll probably respond. Because nobody probably. sends us emails. <laughs> Unless I saw it and then started doing something else because ADD. And then forgot for four more days. Same. But we'll get to it. Same. Eventually. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, I <laughs> guess ready. that's a pretty good jumping off point for us. Uh, thank you all again so much for hanging out with us. We can't do all of this cool stuff without you. So we really do appreciate you all tuning in watching. Uh, you can also check out the podcast wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Apple, Spotify, iTunes, Player.fm, TuneIn Radio, all that kind of stuff. Podbean. Uh, Podbean, we're there. Check out our website and all the other stuff, tabletoptrio.com, all the socials and all the fun stuff. So for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm vibing. <laughs> I'm Bronson. <laughs> it's been a tabletop trio. Have a great night. <laughs>